My sister and I inherited money. We are young. How do we invest it? So I thought this would be a pretty interesting uh, post to go over. So me, 19, and my sister, 18, lost our mother to cancer about a year ago. Oh, Jesus. She was our sole guardian. Wow, that's pretty crazy. After the sale of our childhood home, we are each left with about $100,000. While this is a good amount of money to someone my age, I know that it can be used up quickly. I also know that if I invested properly, it could be a nice financial help to both of us for the rest of our lives. Our mom did ask that we don't touch it until we are 21, 22, but that is not officially in writing anywhere. She also did not want it to be used to pay for school solely, as she knew it would all be used up. My sister and I are both in college, we get good grades, and have a few helpful scholarships. Both work a lot and have some outside financial help to pay for school, so that is not my biggest concern. Okay, that's good. For now, we have put all the money, 200k, into a trust so that it is not attached to either of our names, but the money is just sitting there. It's only been like one week, but still. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Oof, man. I do have a personal Vanguard ETF account that I opened when I turned 18, just because I heard many things about how it's important to start early on. But with the 200k, what do I do? How do I invest it? I've talked to one financial advisor, but it was kind of confusing to me. He kept saying that I invest differently if it's long-term or short-term goals, which makes sense, but honestly, my mom died at a pretty young age, so I'm hesitant to put my money into an account that I can't touch until retirement. I don't know the timeline of when we may want to use it, maybe for a down payment on a house, help with grad school, a car. I have no clue. My family is not that financially literate in terms of investment and mostly invest through real estate, which can be more hands-on than I think me or my sister would like advice. So, like, in my personal opinion in this type of situation, if I was in this situation, one, this whole situation basically kind of sucks because, like, you got this money, awesome money, but you got it due to a horrendous way, right? Like, a really depressing way, so... Thoughts and prayers to you and your sister. But if I was in this situation at 18, 19 years old, I think for him, I would probably take some time and write down what are my goals in life that has anything related to do with money. And so what I mean by that is like, okay, do I want a job and what kind of job do I want to have, right? How much school work do I really want to do, right? Like, do I really want to go to grad school? Do I want to just get my undergrad and start having a job and a career? What are my, like, expectations in terms of, like, retirement? Maybe what is the age that I'm thinking about maybe getting a house, right? If I even want to get a house, right? Please, like, this is something that they could also potentially think about, too. It's like, what type of lifestyle 
are they wanting to have right now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? That might be a better way to actually look at it. And what I mean by that is this is $100,000 to each of them, right? Which, by the way, they should keep each of them, like just each $100,000, right? Now, there's only a few things that you can actually do with money. You can save it. You can spend it basically for fun and whatever. You can invest it. And that's pretty much it. You can also give it. But I think right now you should probably really focus on yourself, like your life and your sister's life. Because, again, this is like a pretty horrible way to have gotten this money. So, you know, it's just kind of weird. So, what I would probably do, if my goals were to get like a job that I really want, I would set some money aside to basically fit the certifications or qualifications to get that type of job that I'm wanting. If I wanted to start investing for retirement, I would set money towards that. If I wanted to actually buy a house, maybe a condo, I would start setting money towards that. And the thing is, the great part about their situation is that they don't have to do everything at once, right? They could take small steps towards their goals, right? They're both in school. Maybe make school the priority. Now, they don't necessarily have to worry about school, I guess, in terms of like financing based off what they said. So then move on to the next step. So if I don't got to worry about school, maybe I want to save up money for a house, right? Okay, you know, what type of house do I want? Do I want like a like a affordable house because I'm thinking that I might be able to get a job that may only pay forty to $60,000 a year. Well, if that's the case, then maybe I should put like anywhere from like thirty to like $60,000 as like a down payment, right? So you set that money aside and that is basically like your house fund and you put that into like a high interest savings account, right? And you don't really touch it. Or... You could also just stick that into something kind of like SPY, like the S&P 500, so that you could hopefully try to make some return on your cash while you wait, because you got to basically go through school and finish that, and you don't really know maybe potentially what city or state that you're actually going to live in, or even if you're going to live in this country. So that's something to think about too. Like... The biggest thing about this is that you really got to understand what do you want out of life? What type of lifestyle do you actually want to have? Like that determines everything as to what you would actually do with this type of money. But I would basically just first focus on school, knocks that out because of other financial resources, put some money into a high yield savings account or into the S&P 500 in like an index fund and let it sit there for like a few years while I decide whether or not I want to buy a house or not. Because if you, even if you don't, the month, like it's still going to be growing, right? It's still going to be compounding, especially if you have it reinvest the dividends that it makes. And the rest of the money I just basically use for 
other forms of investment like maxing out the Roth IRA, right? Maxing out a 401k if I basically was making a 401k, like earning money from like a job that had a 401k available. So that's probably what I would do in this type of situation. It's just, it's such a weird situation because you're so young, you're still going to school, and you got it in such a crappy way. Let's see some of these comments. So take the time to educate yourselves. You need to learn the language and concepts of finance to be successful. There are many good financial advisors, but there are many others who want to leech off your money. There's nothing wrong with keeping the money where it is for a few months to a year while you figure it out. Like here's the thing, right? Like if I was them, I'd basically just do what I said, but like you could literally just stick all of it into like a high interest savings account. Like a good option, I guess like right now, is like if you were to use Robinhood, Robinhood is basically offering like a four point something percent on the cash inside your brokerage account. So I mean four percent of a hundred thousand dollars and you literally don't gotta do nothing. That ain't too bad. So simple don'ts. Don't tell friends, family how much money you have. Don't let anyone sell you insurance, especially whole life, telling you that it is investing. Yeah, this kinda like really annoys me when like insurance people like try to do this. It's like you're literally just trying to sell a really crappy insurance product. Like don't try to pick individual stocks or speculate on crypto. Some simple do's. Do treat your mom's gift as the treasure that it is. Ooh, I totally agree with that. Do educate yourself more about finance. Then you can tell if someone is taking advantage of you. And the thing is, right, like you don't even have to like overcomplicate the education of finance. If you just keep it simple, like spend less than what you make, put money consistently every single month towards like an investment that has an average annual return, roughly speaking, of about like 8-10%, which is basically the S&P 500, and just pretty much never worry about it. So when you get your job, pay yourself first, 15% of each paycheck towards savings and investment to make it a habit. Don't let lifestyle creep hurt you. I think this is one of the biggest issues that a lot of people have when they start to make money. Because they're like, oh, I'm making money. Oh, I deserve this stuff. Oh, I deserve that nice car. Oh, I deserve that nicer house. Oh, those clothes. I deserve those nice clothes. Oh, I deserve to eat out every single day. Oh, that watch? Even though it costs like 10 grand, I totally deserve that watch. I work so hard. Blah, 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 blah. Right? A lot of people just always try to justify their increases in lifestyle. Pay off credit cards in full every month. Don't feel you have to keep up the Jones. That's a pretty tough one for people. Also, the credit cards one is also tough for people. For some reason, I don't understand why, but there's a lot of people that like think that you will have a better credit score by holding a balance. That is 100% incorrect. Make sure to not carry a balance on your credit cards make sure to pay it on time, and make sure you use very little amount of the credit that is actually available to you every month. Let's see. 
Let's see. I wish I read these when I was your age. It would have really helped out. Start with the free PDF if you can. Only 15 pages of pure wisdom. Let's see. If you can, How Millennials Can Get Rich Slowly, a free online PDF by William Bernstein, excellent, at 15 pages. I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi, The Little Book of Common Sense Investing by John Jack Bogle, The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins, A Random Walk Down Wall Street, The Millionaire Next Door, The Psychology of Money. First off, F. Cancer, I agree. Second, if you earned at least $6,000 in 2022, put $6,000 in a Roth IRA. 6500 for 2023, invest it in a target date fund or something like VU or SPY. Investing into your retirement now is great. Second, take 10k and go on a vacation with your sister. It sounds like your mom would have loved for you guys to do that based on her saying not to put it all in college. Have six months of expenses in a high-yield savings account. Now, the thing is, like, you could have six months, you could have three months, you could have even, like, a year, right, for, like, your emergency fund. Like, but the thing is, they have, like, probably such little expenses based off their age slash situation. It's, like, they really probably don't got that many expenses on a monthly basis. Let's see, put a semester of tuition fees and books away too, just in case you need to take a summer class or you need to stretch your degree to another semester. That's a pretty smart idea. Save that separate of the HYSA and keep the remainder in the trust, hopefully in an HYSA and some in I-bonds to keep up with interest until you two know what you want to do with your half. Yeah, not bad. I actually really like that person's plan. Feel free to give your thoughts on this, but yeah, this is a pretty sucky situation.